What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Mongol Show, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I'm Mike. With me is Kev, Josh, and Riverhound sophomore Danny Griffin. Danny, thanks for joining us in the live audience, man. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. As a reminder to everyone watching live, feel free to submit questions to Danny using the comment section on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook, and we will pick the best ones to ask him later in the show. Danny, let's just get right into it, man. How was, uh, how was your offseason? It was good. Um, I spent my time back home in Connecticut, so just spent a lot of time with uh, family and friends and, and then, of course, training and getting ready for the season. Anything, uh, you know, obviously with COVID going on, there wasn't a ton that we could do, but uh, did, were you able to get out and do anything, find any fun stories? Uh, nothing too crazy. Just obviously spend time hiking, stuff with my family, cousins. Um, yeah, just hanging out. Some of my cousins just moved back uh, close to us, so they have kids and was just watching them a lot and, and you know, enjoying the time with them. Do the do the kids like look at you and they're like, oh, that's that's like our cousin, our uncle, that's like this famous soccer player. Is that how you're like looked at in your family? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, my nice. life, actually, uh, he play he plays soccer now too, so he's always wearing a, a Griffin Pittsburgh jersey to practice. Nice. And um, he's doing well, and his, his trainer is actually the same trainer that was mine when I when I was a kid there in Hartford. Um, so he, he's enjoying that, yeah, and loves to have me around. And they miss me when I'm gone, but. Hopefully they'll, they'll see me at the game in Hartford as well. So it'd be nice to see them again soon. That's awesome. Nice. So yeah, let's get into your views on how the team's shaping up in 2021. Um, Mike, you were quick with that video transition. That was not right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's get into your to your opinions on on how the team's shaping up for 2021. Um, I guess generally, I, I have a few kind of follow up points and questions to guide the discussion. But the theme of it is how do you how do you think this team this year is shaping up uh, differently um, from last year. And, and maybe as, like a, as a starting point, it looked like uh, last time out against Indy, um, it looked like a, almost like a 5-2-3. It, it seemed like there were five dedicated defenders and, and fullbacks and wingbacks in the team with kind of two well-known midfielders and then um, the front three up top. It, it, a, is that accurate? You know, B, do you see that shape kind of shaping up in, in the preseason and, and in training? And um, yeah. I'll stop there. Yeah, no, um, yeah, that, that's accurate. Um, I for the systems and formations we play, we do like to switch it up a bit, like depending on the team or who we're playing. Obviously, uh, the coaches, coaching staff does their does their work and scouting, and and we'll play a position in their system based off of that. Um, but I think we, I'm excited for the group we have. Um, you know, brought in some ex more experienced guys uh, mixed with some young guys and good talent and good competition and, you know, just ready and getting for looking forward to that game in Tampa. Um, I think it's a good mix, a uh, lot of good pieces, uh, new faces, but everyone getting familiar with each other and uh, getting used to each other and the positions we take up and it's fixing to be a good side and I'm excited for what's to come of this season. How do you balance that? Like you mentioned a couple new players um, with a bit more experience coming in for their first season for the Hounds, but you kind of being here in the previous season, you know, in a, in a USL context, in a, in a crazy way that it, it gives you some seniority around, around the club. How, how do you, yeah. How does that dynamic kind of balance out with, um, you know, yeah, you, you, you being in your second year, but then these experienced players um, coming in for their first year at the, at the Hounds. Um, it's just kind of just bringing guys in and, uh, 
you know, making everyone feel welcome when they get here. I know, like the like you said, the changes in the USL a uh, little bit, teams swap a little bit more. Um, but yeah, just something that helped us is like when we all first got here a week earlier than preseason, we, we were all getting together and training on our own and playing pickup together and, you know, getting familiar with each other. And I think that really helped us a lot as well. And, and just, you know, hanging out, whether it's back at the apartments or after the after practice near, around the downtown in the stadium, it definitely helped. And, you know, you become more familiar with each other and get used to just being around the guys. It, it definitely helps for sure. I think something we always try to like kind of talk about when we have um, player interviews is kind of highlight the fact that, you know, you're all humans outside of, you know, players. <laughs> so uh, I guess looking at like kind of the humanistic team dynamic of things um, in, in the locker room, how would you say that kind of social kind of, yeah, that, that social system plays out? Like who, who are the obvious team leaders? Who are the class clowns? Who likes to crack some jokes and lighten things up? Um, so I, for our team team leaders, I definitely say uh, Kenny and Jordan. Uh, those are guys who've been with coach for a while now, so know know what to expect from him. And those are the guys that when I first got here, they communicated to me and made things a lot easier when I when I first arrived last year. Um, so you know, the, there's a respect there, and not only based on their abilities, but also just based on the way they carry themselves. Um, they're both really great team guys. Um, for the class clown, it's definitely going to be Ezra, Ezra Armstrong. He's, uh, right. he's to a younger guy on our team. Uh, he has, he's definitely the class clown of the locker room. Does, does, does uh, Coach Lilly let that stuff go to, to a certain degree? <laughs> in my head, I feel like he's so drill sergeant. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. When when he's in the locker room, there's not not too much joking around. Obviously, just <laughs> it, it is pretty straightforward with him. Uh, but yeah, no, um, he has a good time as well, and he knows he knows the guys and cracks jokes yeah. with the, the older, experienced guys. No one to and one not to. Yeah, uh, and I guess, but like finally for me here, uh, last year um, Kenny told us that uh, he had the best style at the club. Um, you know, you got, you got like the new England influence, the new England style. Like, who would you say has the best style on the team? Um, I would like to say I'm pretty close up there, but I like, <laughs> I like Kenny have that. Yeah. He has, he has a nice drip to him and, uh, he, he does, uh, I'll give it to him. I gotta, hold on. I gotta ask. Cause while we're on the topic of Kenny, okay. We had coach on two weeks ago and he was like, everybody thinks Kenny gets preferential treatment last week. <laughs> We talked to Jordan, and Jordan was like, no, Kenny absolutely gets preferential treatment. So, Danny, where do you stand? Does Kenny get preferential treatment? Yeah, yeah, I'd say <laughs> But, I mean, he's earned it, you know. Yeah, he's definitely earned it. Okay. Yeah, he, he's had many, many years with uh, Bob as the coach, and, you yeah. know. <laughs> but he has definitely earned it. So, you have one year now with Bob, a uh, full year. How how do you think you've changed under you know his tutelage his coaching style like over that year? Um, yeah, I mean I'd say obviously the biggest difference is like you know going from college to to uh, playing professionally is just like the speed of the game and you know the mental sharpness not only with just your abilities as well um, just playing quicker and it's definitely a higher speed so um, I'd say like the most I've like changing playing for a coach, I think the biggest things for me was when I first came in was I was able to like solve things uh, with the dribble 
And, uh, you know, the biggest thing for me is to just that I've grown into is not relying on the dribble and just, you know, based on the positions I take up and my body positioning and, you know, being able to play at a quicker pace and a quicker tempo um, is definitely something I've improved on uh, under him and stuff that obviously he first was telling me when I first came in was just the speed of play and obviously making that adjustment, you know, um, just doing what, yeah, what he says. And I think nice. that's definitely the biggest way that I've gone so far. So you touched on like the differences between pro and college. Uh, with those differences in mind, did you change the way you trained this offseason compared to what you did last year? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I know last year I didn't have too much of like offseason training just with when the college season ended and I graduated early. So then it was pretty a quick transition with like combines and stuff and then going into preseason. Uh, but definitely this year, like I, train pretty much twice a day, um, except taking like some days off on the weekends. Um, and just what I did was just focused on obviously my fitness and all that, but also took the time, like my morning sessions were pretty much all uh, individualized with a personal trainer, just really just the technical side and working on different things uh, specific to my position. I would do that for the first two hours, go home, eat lunch, and then my next session would probably be with the, with my old academy team with some alumni guys and, and just getting to play with groups of guys and not only just yourself and just working on game fitness as well because that, that's completely different than, than just working on your own fitness. So now that you've uh, had that year and you kind of see those changes between pro and, and college, are there anything you're telling like the rookies coming in this year? Like anything, any words of wisdom you're, you're departing on them? Yeah, I mean, just, just to trust the process and also enjoy it as well. Be confident. Um, you know, the guys coming in, they, they want to impact the team in the best ways they can. So, you know, coach is really, really important that they listen to, to what coach is saying because he's not going to point you in, in the wrong direction. You know, he's been around this game for a really long time and and been very successful. I mean, as all of us know, coming, in, coming into this, club so you know just really take in what he says and try and execute to the best of your abilities because you know when you grow like that as a player you know you've seen players that have come out of Pittsburgh and the players that have played for him like how well they do and you know there's definitely an aspect to, to, to really gain some knowledge from from being here and I certainly look to grow more and more each day. That's awesome I want to pivot from sort of talking about last season to this season but before we do I'm going to throw up this question here from uh, Burger Brand over on YouTube. He says, hey, Danny, what's your best memory so far in the Riverhounds and in the city of Pittsburgh? Okay. Um, my best memory so far would definitely be scoring uh, in Hartford. It was nice to be in front of my family because I, I didn't get to see them for a while since I, since I moved to Pittsburgh and uh, the quarantine and everything. So it was nice to, even though it was 20% capacity, I got to see, see a majority of my family from back home. My grandma and grandparents and everyone so it's nice to get the goal there and then my favorite memory in pittsburgh is i know with everything going on we weren't you didn't get to see too much of the city but definitely the the view at mount washington that that was pretty cool looking over the city and seeing our stadium down below from afar it's a nice view and really took in the, the scenery yeah, you just alluded to it a little bit, the fact that you sort of came in, it wasn't really mid-pandemic, but it was pretty close. And so there's a lot in Pittsburgh that you haven't been able to do. 
Is there anything that you're looking forward to doing once sort of restrictions ease up a little bit? Anything the guys are saying like, hey, you got to go check out this place or anything like that? Um, I'd say I still haven't done the, the incline yet near our stadium, so I have to do that soon. Um, but also just guys mentioned like there's uh, we've seen like boats and different things out on the river. So definitely taking like a tour or something on those boats, like in between the stadiums and really taking in the scenery there. That that's definitely something I look forward to doing. I know now that things are opened up, there's some some mini golf. Been doing that on the weekends just to get out there and enjoy that. So wait, are you a golfer or are you just a mini golfer? Or both? I'm definitely not a golfer. Even though I like <laughs> I will. I will go out and play golf with some of the guys. Uh, just still working on the consistency of my swing, but I enjoy being out there. It's it's fun to do that sometimes. I just go to the driving range or a couple guys in the in the team really really like to do that. So we were talking a little bit off air, and you mentioned how you know you you just finished cooking dinner. The guys like your food. Do you have a favorite kind of food, or has anybody recommended a good restaurant for you here in the city? Um. Favorite food, it's always been chicken parm. Uh, or actually, well, I, I like I like Peruvian food a lot. So because I'm Peruvian, my mom that's all that's all I eat when I'm home. Uh, definitely, like a famous dish would be like ceviche, or um, yeah, a lot of a lot of rice vegetables like that kind of thing. Um, my buddy actually recommended uh, a spot that's proved. I haven't been to a Peruvian restaurant here yet. He said there's uh there's one near the strip district. So I think that's one that's one I'll have to try try out. Sweet. Very good. Yeah, so um next week you guys travel to Tampa. Uh what are away trips like with the Steel Army and or Steel Army with the River Hounds? And like do you like get time to explore the city or is it pretty much you're you're in and out and you don't really get to do much in the city itself? Yeah, I mean, um, you don't really, you won't explore it as much, but like you do get the time once you arrive and after training um, to just, you, you, you're on your own pretty much for dinner. So you and some of the guys will get to walk around a bit, find a, find a nice spot to get a nice pregame meal. So, I mean, during that time is where you really um, walk around, see a little bit. Um, but then pretty much after that, it's back to the hotels and, and, you know, you're there for business and you're getting ready for the game because that's double up in the hotels uh we do yeah yeah we double up <laughs> um so like you know party rooms or anything like that going on in the hotel or is it pretty much everyone is uh <laughs> hunkered down i think everyone's hunkered down for the most part um yeah i, w I wouldn't say there are any any party rooms or anything but not out are. loud at least okay got it i was gonna say <laughs> like I, I could I could almost sense you being like, is Coach listening to this? Like, how much do I divulge here? <laughs> no, it's really out for the the trips we've had so far. Obviously, we've been on on the bus and stuff, and uh, you know, once we got in there, you just really taking the scenery a little bit, and then it's just preparing for the next day. So guys just staying in their rooms, you know, relaxing, resting the legs, whether it's getting treatment or or uh, watching some soccer when we can on the weekends now that Champions League is going and stuff. I, I got a question that follows up on that. Who packs... Are you going to ask him about the Super League, Mike? Is that what you're going to no, do? No, 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 no. <laughs> we're, we're, that's, that thing's dead. That's fine. Um, no, I was going to ask, 
like, you know, thinking back to like old high school trips, even college trips, there was always that one player who brought a ridiculous amount of stuff on the bus into like the hotel room. Who's the player that's bringing like all the gaming systems or has way too much food or like just that, you know, if you're missing something, you go to that person because they definitely got it. Um, probably Dequa, uh, Dequa and Ezra, you know, the, the first trip they, they had a, had a big uh, bag for food and stuff. So, you know, if you ever need some snacks on the bus, those are your guys. Are there any like FIFA like tournaments going on when you guys are away or is it, is it just everybody uh, hangs out and watches games? Yeah. Everyone just hangs out and watches games. No one's brought their, their system or anything yet, but I'm not going to put that away. It could, could happen in one of these trips. <laughs> Out of the equation. I guess uh, out of curiosity too, before I get to, to my next question, um, you don't have to divulge it if you don't want to, but like when you guys are watching games, do you have a team that you root for? Like what kind of leagues are you watching? Is it MLS? Is it, is it European? Is it other USL games? Is it homework all the time? Like what are you guys watching? Oh, definitely a lot of the English Premier League and Champions League. Um, but watch MLS and USL games as well. Obviously, excited for the the matchups uh, tomorrow and Wednesday. I'm a I root for PSG, so so hoping they get the get the win on Wednesday. Nice. Along the lines of uh, you know traveling, Steve asked, which teams are you most looking forward to traveling to this season? So obviously, you know, not only are you guys traveling within our division, but you do get to travel out west for at least one game. Are there any, uh, you know, cities or towns that you've circled and you've said, like, I'm really looking forward to going and playing there? Uh, definitely San Antonio. Uh, looks like they have like, a nice stadium and a good set there. So, you know, they've been successful in years. So that's definitely a good matchup that we want to have and I look forward to. Um, another cool city would be Miami. Uh, I've only been there once before. So they're another, another team that... I'm looking forward to playing as well in another city as well. That'd be cool to travel to. Um, in Charleston, I have a I have a buddy of mine that I played with at Academy Soccer that is on the team there. So it'd be fun to play against them. So a lot of uh, when we when we ask, or even coach even too, but a, a lot of the other players, um, you know, like what's the goals and what are you most looking forward to in the season? A lot of them say like to win a championship. So I'm gonna remove that answer from the possibilities of what you're going to say <laughs> outside of winning a championship. Uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I assume that you want to win a championship and you think sure. that we can, uh, what, are, what, what are the most exciting, like what's, what's most exciting for you heading into the 2021 season? Um, you know, like as they're opening up like fan capacity and stuff, just getting to, to really feel the the presence. Of, obviously, we felt it with the the signs and everything last year was amazing. But to really have the Steel Army in the stadium and all our supporters, and to really feel their their presence and the atmosphere that the great atmosphere that they provide. You know, um, I look forward to that the most. I I guess like kind of continuing along that line. I mean, I think it's obvious, and we can kind of as fans guess and hope that like fans in the stadium have a large impact, but maybe can you speak a little personally about like what your personal experience is playing the game, contrasting, you know, a packed Highmark stadium and a playoff atmosphere versus, you know, last year of just empty, empty stands. What's that like for you personally? Yeah. I mean, when you have the fans and you hear the drums and all the yelling and stuff, you know, 
you get behind it, especially when you're playing at home in front of in front of your fans. You know, there's there's definitely more more put into it. I mean, I would say obviously you put everything out there on the field every time, um, but just feeling feeling that presence and hearing the fans is, is definitely a, a different. I mean, you even watch some of the Champions League games and stuff right now, like where they're not having fans and the differences. Yeah. You know, with how it can be when you have a stadium full of full of people screaming screaming for you so um, that's just something i definitely look forward forward to having before we get into sort of our last surprise question i have one more um we were we were sort of tipped off earlier in the preseason that you were growing your locks out a little bit any challenges playing with longer hair that you weren't anticipating compared to last season no no challenges uh <laughs> i actually just shaved saved the sides of my head just now so i can tie it up completely now so that's that's a little different. So it doesn't doesn't get in the way at all. But uh, yeah, no, I've grown out the locks since last year. You don't have any cases where it like whips you in the face and you're like, ah, crap. <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's a professional athlete, Mike. I think he's <laughs> just asking. Just asking. Yeah, no problems. I have a back, so it doesn't get in the way at all. Nice, very nice. Um, so last week we had Jordan Dover on the show and he knew you were coming on this week. So we said, Hey Jordan, do you have any questions that you want us to ask Danny? So let's, let's, uh, let's see what he said here. So ask him that, say, Danny, why are you so nice to everybody? Like, <laughs> cause I like, I like to consider myself a nice guy. I, I told you guys, I think I'm a nice guy, but then it's like, it's like, there's people in the world like Danny, like, am I that nice? Like, <laughs> <laughs> So, so Jordan's question is, Danny, how are you so nice all, all the time? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, uh, I was just always taught that way as a kid. You know, you treat the people the way you want to be treated. And, um, you know, it's a great group of guys that we have and, you know, a bunch of jokesters on the team, but also guys that, that you want to fight for on the field to, to get results. So it's, it's great to have that group. And, you know, I, I enjoy it a lot. And, you know, I'm excited for this year and excited for this opportunity. And, I really enjoy being around the guys and, you know, every day in training, every day, uh, even after the field, back at the apartments, you know, just getting together. It's, it's a good time and a good group. So, you know, excited for sure. Jordan said that he likes to think of himself as a nice guy. Is Jordan a nice guy? Yeah, be be honest. I would have I put Jordan as the nicest guy, you know. <laughs> He's always always in a good mood in the mornings. You know, when he walks in, brings energy for sure. Awesome. 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 Well, Danny, this was, um, this was fantastic. Uh, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, let everybody know, where can they find you on social media? Where can they follow you? Plug your, plug your socials. Yeah, ma mainly on Instagram. So, uh, Danny underscore Griffin 10, you can follow me there. Uh, Twitter. I don't know my, I think it's just Danny Griffin 04, but uh, mm -hmm. mainly on Instagram. So yeah, give me a follow and uh, follow back. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Obviously, best of luck. You guys have one more preseason game this weekend and then kick things off in Tampa next week. So, um, yeah, man, we can't wait for it. It's, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Best of luck, man. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you later. Take care. Later. Later. That was awesome. He, he, I think, uh, you know, Jordan was spot on. Danny seems like a legitimately nice dude. So, uh, yeah, yeah even his again. answer was too nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, just kind of treat everyone nice. And... <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. So thank you again to Danny for joining us. And thank you for uh, those of you who submitted questions. That was great. Um, guys, a couple of other things just to sort of wrap up. This is, you know, like we, we alluded to it with Danny. This is the last episode until the uh, the Hounds start the regular season, which is crazy. Like, I feel like we always sort of work our way backwards. And I started looking at the schedule and I went, holy crap, we start next week. Now, I know there are other USL teams that started this past week. But, uh, yeah, I mean, any thoughts heading into, like, our last show before the, the, the season starts? Getting late starts is a blessing and a curse because I, I'm antsy for it when we actually play our first game. Because I, mm -hmm. I watch um, the first game, was it uh, two days ago, I think now? Uh, or last weekend? Uh, the, watched the first game in USL. So I was, like, ready to go. I'm like, oh, man, we don't play this week weekend we don't play next weekend we, we have to wait like two weekends in so it's it's rough <laughs> yeah for sure i think this has been the most excited i've been for a season like in my entire hounds fandom yeah i, I don't mean, know why look, I, like i think it's look i, I, I it, we you know we we sort of brought it up with danny and he sort of seconded that you know there's a lot of formation changes there's a lot of things going on there but uh, when you look at this team's attacking depth, which is something that like historically, I think you always sort of assume that a Bob Lilly team is going to be stout defensively like that, that will click. So then it's how flashy and, and how potent are you going to be on offense? Um, and yeah, when you look at the depth at forward, it just was announced that the Hounds acquired six foot one striker, Tommy Williamson from Santa Jose earthquakes and MLS on a season long loan. So this isn't like a back and forth bouncer. I would think he was a 12th overall pick in this year's MLS super draft, you know, looking back at some of the other prominent uh, loanees. And I feel like there's one more that I'm missing here, but there was Lawless Abubakar in 2017 that we got from Columbus who played on defense, who was a house. And then he went and played for Columbus. And now I think he's with Colorado. And then obviously Zach Steffen was the other big name. Now, you know, do we expect Tommy to then go off and get signed by Man City? Probably not. But like, obviously, there's some talent there. And so to get him at the last minute as an additional striker, in addition to, you know, who we already had, these guys got to get minutes somehow. So like, what are your thoughts on Bob maybe being a little bit more attack minded than, you know, what we've historically seen, Kev? What are you thinking? I don't know. It's I, I'm, I'm still reserving judgment about system of play because i mean i i do i i think lily has consistently put out the message and i think we've seen evidence of it as well that he'll he'll play with the tools that he has in the team um so if that means he can be more attacking you know if he has the resources to be more attacking he has no issue being more attacking he still demands everyone including the forwards to be to to contribute defensively um but so i don't know I'm, I'm reserving judgment about that until we start seeing it with our own eyes um but i mean it's it's the entire system that has to click i mean he he has to get the midfield balance correct to supply everything to to the forwards and um you know and wing backs and width and everything so i, I think i think this season more than last and maybe even you know the pre since Lily's been here, I think he has the most interesting and diverse set of resources at forward. I'll say at forward, and then stop there. 
Um, and I, listen, I think is- I think midfield's pretty deep as well. I think defense actually may be where we're the lightest right now. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Especially we have you know two weeks left to still sort of pick up players. But um, yeah, I, Josh, how you feeling? Good. I'm really excited for the season. I, I feel like we're pretty strong uh, team already as far as uh, personnel we have. I do think we need to make a couple more pickups. Um, and maybe in the defense is where we need it, just for depth at least. Um, but overall, I'm feeling pretty confident in, in the way he's shaping the team and also just in the fact that it's it feels like Lily can work the defense to like massage it to work no matter who he has in there. Not no matter who, but obviously he he's good at figuring out how to make that work. So having so many options in the front to kind of play with it's going to be interesting to see what he's able to do with it and i'm, I'm really hoping uh that we see a, a exciting you know style from the riverhounds this year and uh i think as far as like the way the the season looks the people we're playing it's going to be a possibility that we do show some really fun uh you know attacking with the teams we're up against yeah for sure um, I think I, I, before we get together next week for sort of the last show before the season, I, I'm going to want to sit down and look at, you know, what are our first five or six games, look at opponents, get a sense for that. But I do agree that I think the mix of veteran players with young, exciting players like Danny, I think is really kind of exciting, you know, bringing in these, these established players who know the league, um, yeah, man, I th- this could be the year that the Hounds really do something special. So, well, and and if and if we if we <laughs> sounds so, I have no reason not to. But if we believe Danny uh, <laughs> and his interview, it seems like they're clicking, and it seems yeah. like you know they have a decent group of, of of guys together who who all vibe and and gel off of one another, which is critical. I mean, I, I know we've we've heard stories in the past at the hounds uh, as well as you know more readily in other clubs you know bad bad social locker room dynamics can really disrupt things and um you can have all the talent in the world but if, if people aren't gelling and it doesn't matter like sure. keep in mind like we're also coming off the heels of this pandemic uh as far as like getting people back into the stands and that's going to be a boost and that's going to be even though it's you know might not be full capacity right off the bat, it's going to be a situation where the, the, you know, a year has been starved uh, as far as that social interaction, that, that feeling in the stadium. So teams are going to play off of that. So I, I just, I'm excited for this season for that reason too. It just kind of like seeing how these teams react to like a jolt of energy in the stadium after a whole year of not having that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, real quick, before we get on to this last little bit, I'm Matt Polanski. Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> hey, man. Find everyone here. Um, and you know where you can find everybody on Wednesday. Well, at least all of those season ticket holders. Um, if you are a season ticket holder, you should have gotten an invite. 2021, the virtual kickoff party is going to be this Wednesday night at 7 p.m. that the Hounds are putting on. Um, as I mentioned, it's four season ticket holders, so your rep will contact you with the details, but the team has already said that Jordan will be there, Danny Vidiella will be there, Coach will be there. Hopefully we'll get to see this year's kits. So one last sort of big tease before the season actually gets started. Um, Josh, you sort of look like maybe we won't see kits, maybe? No, I, I thought the kits that we're going to see are this year's kits. Are, do we have new kits? Do we know if we have new kits? I'm excited that that's a possibility. Well, okay, so here. Um, 
Preston was, uh, he put on Twitter sort of him taking the the publicity shots and it looked yeah. like the home kit is the same as last season. That's what but I saw. We yep. don't know about the away kit or potentially ah. a third kit. So we should. Well, now see. I'm excited. I didn't know. I, I was just thinking like, oh, we're going to get the same kits. So a yeah. possibility, possibility. Of Look, I mean, I don't know if you've seen on Twitter, the USL championship keeps plugging it, but like every team has like these massive reveals for their kits. And I don't expect the Hounds to follow suit. We've never followed suit in that regard. It's very much like we're, we're down to business is what we're doing. We're not, who was it? Uh, Phoenix, like had all their players line up in one of those giant Carvana, like uh, coin machine card dispenser things. And like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. I'm pretty um, sure it was Vegas. Vegas did one year. They, didn't they paint on the kits? Like the they painted on the shirts on the players, like their first season. Yes. Like that. Yes. That sounds like Vegas. Yes. Only Vegas would have done that's, that. That's that's yeah. very Vegas. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm just making sure I got that right. So was it a fever um, dream. No, no, no. So that's Wednesday. And then, like we said, guys, next week we are gonna be back here live at 7 30 p.m. to give you our season preview. Uh, maybe it won't be season. Maybe it'll be like first quarter, like sort of look at the players, look at the teams. There's a chance that some of us might be able to go catch the game this weekend uh, against Philly. It's open to the media. So we might get some, some firsthand look at, uh, at how things are shaping up. We shall see, but for next week, send us your video questions and we will play them on air. And yes, I said video. So you guys may have noticed over the past few weeks, uh, we've been able to pull up video from you know last week. So we had Jordan's video in this one. If you just pull out your phone, turn it into selfie mode and record yourself asking a question, send it to us. You can either do it via Twitter or you could send it to us, mongols at gmail.com. Um, and uh, and yeah, we will uh, we'll totally post it and, uh, and play it on air and then we'll answer your questions. So let us know what you think. Um, you're also welcome to join us live here, obviously, just like everybody else at 7.30 p.m. So, um, Guys, I think that's it for this episode. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about? Anything going on with the Steel Army, Josh? No, we have the AGM. Uh, talked about that last time. Uh, it's going to be a watch party slash AGM. Uh, it's open to members. Uh, you should be getting a form to fill out to kind of help out the hounds. We're going to do a test run of the ticketing system. So we're going to get tickets. They're free if you're a Steel Army member and you can download, you know, request so many tickets and they'll give them to you, put them on your phone. And we're kind of going to help the hounds do a dry run of uh, what, you know, ticketing with digital uh, contactless, all that kind of stuff is going to be like for the staff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, you know, have the AGM see all the Steel Army members and also uh, help out the hounds with uh, figuring out their logistics. So that way the first game is uh, smooth. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so cool. All right. Well, I think that is it for this one. Thanks again to Danny for joining us. Uh, as he mentioned, make sure you go follow him on Instagram and Twitter for sure. Um, thank you, everybody who's joined us live and who's listening to this via podcast. Remember, you can join us live on YouTube every Monday night at 7.30 p.m. Join in the conversation, submit your questions, all of that. Head over to mongols.com, click on Is this where we dodge logos? Is this yes, this is, is okay, all right, it's coming, it's coming. This has become like a video game, more for you guys than me. Head over to mongols.com, click on support the show and become a Patreon follower. Um, weekly reminder that Black Lives Matter, here we go, you guys ready, here we go. Thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to USL, MLS, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. 
bgn.com. Looking for more great USL news, <laughs> head over to bgn.fm, where we've now got over 100 fans that are writing and podcasting about the beautiful game. Lots of great features went up on the site this week. Check them out at bgn.fm. I just have to say, for all of those of you who are just listening and have never seen this, what's actually happening right now is as I am reading these plugs, I am also trying to put images on the screen and they don't take up the whole screen. So Kevin and Josh are having fun, like bouncing around behind them and trying to, and nobody. That's all I got. You can't see it. That's all I got. <laughs> Thanks everybody. We'll talk to you very, very soon. Cheers. Later.